You are listening to a message from Victory. We hope it inspires you to honor God and make disciples in your community. And today we're going to be talking about compassion. Compassion. If we talk about compassion, it's more than, di ba, ang pumapatak sa utak natin, awa yan, kailangan magbigay. Yes, yes, that's true. The, the, actually, the root word of compassion is suffer with, or calm is with, and then passion is suffer. Suffer with, suffer with somebody. It's to show, to show love when somebody is suffering. Suffer with. That's actually selfless. That's actually being selfless. I love how uh, Martin Luther King Jr., said it plainly when he said, an individual has not started living until he can rise above the narrow confines of his individualistic concerns to the broader concerns of all humanity. In plain terms, okay, sa Tagalog, ang hirap, di ba? <laughs> Pero, simple lang sinasabi niya. In plain words, Martin Luther King saying, we should move from just looking at ourselves, but really on the concern of others. It's really not, our, not us anymore. We have to move out of that. Maybe it's not your comfort zone. I, I, I don't know. I'm just guessing maybe not all of us here are compassionate or we're compassionate in, 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 in a small way, in a little way. But all of us has to move from just looking at ourselves to the concern of others. Um, we, we in Victory, we belong to a, a, net, a network of churches um, that operates all around all around the world. And we're part of, of this movement called Every Nation Churches. And in Every Nation, our mission and vision says, our mission is to honor God by, plight, by, by planting Christ-centered, spirit-empowered, and socially responsible churches and campus ministries in every nation. Malaking part doon yung social responsibility. That we have to be socially responsible. It is actually our mandate. But you know what? It just doesn't stop in just being our mandate. Because if you, let, if you look at the Bible, if you check the Bible in Ephesians 2, verse 10, it says, For we are His workmanship. That's us. Okay? Lahat tayo dito. Magkakatabi tayo, magkakasama tayo as brothers and sisters. All of us are God's workmanship. Okay? Workmanship is we are His... He made us. He created us. He created us to do what? He created us in Christ Jesus for good works. Okay? This different, yung in good works, iba yon. In good work means, ginawakan para sa good work. No, but for good works. We were made, we were created to do good works. We will not earn our way to heaven because of good works, but we are created for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. This is the handle for for. Not just for the preaching today, but for the preaching of the word in, in selfless, the whole series. Let's pray, let's pray. Let's bow our heads and pray. Father, thank you, Lord. Thank you again for reminding us on what happened on the cross of Jesus Christ. And why we can celebrate, why we can have love, enjoy love, and give love, Father. Because of what Jesus did on that cross. Let us now, God's workmanship, be one, united in mind and heart, knowing, Lord, that whatever we do, Lord God, will be out of reverence and would glorify you. Jesus' name we pray and everybody say, Amen. We're talking about compassion today. And uh, when we talk about uh, being compassionate, I, I do believe a lot of us, maybe 
before you became a Christian or now you're, now you're a Christian, you can say that you are compassionate, okay? But there was, there was actually one time that I questioned myself am I, if, if I'm really compassionate. Kung talaga matulungin ba ako? If, if you're my friend, you would know that I'm, I'm very generous, okay? That, that I would love to give gifts and, and, and really be generous. I remember one of my friends, Jason Law. And um, Jason Law, in, in, in one of our meetings, I was about to treat him. We were in a buffet. Si Jason, mahilig kumain. Pero pag kumain si Jason, hindi diretso sa main course, diretso sa dessert. So when, when, when we were in the buffet, he, he, he really asked me. I, I was about to pay and he asked me, Why do you love giving gifts? Why do you love treating people? Hey, I almost stopped there and did not pay for his meal. Parang nilibre na kita, nihayaan na kita, di ba? Kinwestiyon mo pa yung heart ko. But that's true. When we help people, sometimes it tends to be again because of our selfish nature. May selfish intention tayo. Yung iba tutulong, tutulong kung meron din silang something in return. May papakinabangan din sila. Okay? Yung iba tutulong kasi later on, pwede akong, pwede akong may makuha dito. Pwede akong, I can get something in return. Okay? Baganda yung connection niya. Ma-influensya to. Bakit? So ngayon, tutulong ako. Itong organization na to, tutulong ako. Bakit? Kasi nationwide sila. So para pag next time, pag may kailangan ako, may makakapitan ako. Remember again, a while ago, when, when we said that we plant churches for, we are uh, a church that plants churches for, for social responsibility. Some people, they would help not because of socially responsible, uh, social responsibility, but because of their mileage in social media. Diba? Para makita na, ano, na compassionate ako. Bakit? Kasi makikita sa social media. My prayer is that the, after this preaching, we will have a change of heart. Again, it's a, it's, it's a reminder. Why do we do communion every uh, once a month? It's to remind us. Why? Because we're short-sighted people. Okay, tapos yung ano natin, yung memory natin, short, may, may short-term memory gap tayo. Okay, even if you're not as old as, uh, or as young as, we have, we have short memory. We have short memory and we have to be reminded. I love this, uh, this, this letter to the church in Ephesus by Paul, when he started chapter 2, in reminding us. He reminded us, as for you, you were dead in your transgressions and sin. So this was our old status before. First and foremost, we were dead. Tignan mo katabi mo. Mukha ba siyang... Wala kayong nagsabi nun, ha? <laughs> yung isa, sa kabila, kung amoy siyang... No, never. Let's not go there. We were dead in our transgressions. Dead because of all our sins. And we are actually also disobedient. In which you used to live when you followed the ways of this world and of the ruler of the kingdom of the air and the spirit who is now at work in those who are disobedient. We were dead, we were disobedient, and what we deserve is actually the wrath of God. All of us lived among them at one time. This was when we were, we were still with the enemy. We, we are not yet children of God. We gratified the creative cravings of our flesh. Ibig sabihin dito, because of our old nature, pag tumulong tayo, what's in it for me? Pag tumulong tayo, kailangan may naka-selfie. Di ba? Remember what the Bible said, do not let your left hand know what your right hand is doing. That is, that is Jesus reminding us, when we give, give it not out of compulsion, but with a cheerful heart. Wala naman siguro nagtatights sa atin, pagtapos ng tights, pinopost yung tights, di ba? Uy, I gave this amount. 
Wala namang Pero sometimes in our heart, still we try to gratify the cravings of our flesh. And this, once again, creeps in and out every day of our lives. And following its desires and thoughts, like the rest, we were by nature deserving of wrath. But we didn't do anything. We didn't have to do anything, but God gave us the solution. My prayer is that hindi na kayo magugulat na yun yung solution. Because we know that that was actually the meaning of the cross. What, what, what Pastor Alan was actually exhorting a while ago is that apart from Christ, we can't do anything. That's why He, he had to come, cleanse us of our sin, and now assures us of hope. But God being rich in mercy... Because of the great love with which He loved us, even when we were dead in our trespasses, made us alive together with Christ by grace, ye have been saved. This is God's solution. No longer are we dead to our sin. No longer are we disobedient. No longer are we deserving of God's wrath. But because of His great mercy, now He has made us alive. And raised us up with Him and seated with us, with uh, us with Him in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus, so that in the coming of ages He might show the immeasurable riches of His grace in kindness toward us in Christ Jesus. The gift here is no longer judgment. What we actually deserve is death, judgment. But He gave us mercy. He gave us mercy instead. And that He did not just stop in mercy, He also gave us grace. Grace, that is what we don't deserve. But the thing is, sometimes when we still have that craving in our hearts, and when, when we, are, we help others in compassion to others, sometimes lumalabas yung nature natin, that sometimes we boast. So Paul exhorted us and reminded us in verse 8, when he said, For by grace you have been saved through faith. Walang sinabi dito ng, I have saved you because you have done something right. I am saving you. I'm giving you hope. Why? Just keep on doing what you're doing in helping others. No. He reminded us that we are saved by grace through faith. And this is not your own doing. It is the gift of God, not a result of work, so that no one may boast. No one may boast. But this gift that God gives us should not just stay with us. I remember, I always teach this to my children, especially to my six-year-old Lara. Because every time she gets a gift, she would acknowledge God and say, Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Mom. Thank you, Dad. Thank you, Grandpa. Thank you, Grandma. But then when somebody would approach her and said, Can I play with you? No, this is mine. Six years old, you would see the horns in her. A tail. Lalabas talaga eh. Why? This is mine. I deserve this. This is a gift for me. And how dare you touch it? It's mine. Paglapit namin, Lara, what are you doing? You should share. Yeah, come, let's play. Don't touch it. It's the true nature of our hearts. We have to remind ourselves that that gift that was given to us is not, it, it's not for us. It's actually to share. It's actually to show the love of Jesus Christ to all. The ultimate intention for our salvation is for us to love and serve others. That's the selfless love. That's a selfless love and that's a selfless plan of Jesus for us. 
My prayer is that we would always remember that our compassion is only possible because of Christ's mercy, love, grace, and kindness. That we can give love now, that we can be generous, that we can serve. I know some of you here, you even have your own uh, foundation that you serve in. But all of this should go back again to Jesus Christ for His mercy, love, grace, and kindness. Because apart from it, all we do is nothing. All we do, it goes back again to us. All we do, again, points us to we're the hero. We should be gratified and we forget Jesus Christ. I remember when we talk about mercy, I always remember about this story. This story that happened in a diner in, the, in, the, in Honolulu, in Hawaii. There was a pastor, his name is um, Tony uh, Campolo. Pastor Tony, he's not from our church, but he's a pastor there. And he has a, he has a heart for the prostitutes. In, in Honolulu, in Hawaii, this diner is, is right in the middle of a, of a slum area that there's, there's a lot of prostitutes. And um, there was one morning, 1, um, 1 a.m. in the morning, when Pastor Tony was inside, uh, that um, he saw a group of, um, a group of uh, prostitutes came in, three of them. And when, he, when they went in, na, niya. he overheard one of the prostitutes saying, you know what, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be turning 39 years old next year. And I've never received a birthday cake. I've never experienced blowing Candles from a birthday cake. And then she quipped, actually, I've never celebrated my birthday ever, the whole 39 years. And, and Pastor Tony was there to actually minister to them. But instead of ministering to them, you know, you know what he did? He went out of his way. He went out of his way, connived with the diner, yung may-ari ng diners, and said, you know what? Why don't we do this? I'm going to pay for everything. I'm going to decorate this place. Can we invite her, uh, Agnes's uh, friends, and surprise him, uh, surprise her for a birthday party that she'd never had? One week after, they had, they had the birthday party. The place was filled up with 20 prostitutes inside celebrating her birthday. First time she received a cake. First time she blew candles from her own birthday cake. Guess what? She, he was, Pastor Tony was actually able to minister to her. Sa cake palang, na minister na siya. Not only that, didn't stop there. Even the diner, the, even the owner of the diner now attends church. Why? Because he has seen, he has seen how this person loves this woman even though she was a prostitute. That's mercy and grace. When you look at it, we can be like that prostitute. We don't sell our bodies, but there are times that our caving is all for ourselves. I remember in the book of Zechariah, when, 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 when the prophet Zechariah, um, he, was, he, was, he was ministering to the Israelite people. The Israelite got to know Jesus Christ, uh, got, got to know God, were converted, and now they were given a chance to redeem themselves. And the word from God, from the prophet Zechariah, goes like this. He said, treat one another justly. Love your neighbors. Be compassionate with each other. Don't take advantage of the widows, orphans, visitors, and the poor. Don't plot and scheme against one another. That's evil. Maybe most of us, we're in this room, we're in this room now. They're saying, okay, I'm not like that. I'm a Christian. I love Jesus. I don't 
I'm compassionate. I don't take advantage of widows, orphans, visitors, and the poor. I don't plot evil against them. But you know, if you don't do anything for them, it's as if it is the same thing. Let me repeat that. Maybe you're not plotting. Maybe you're not taking advantage. But if you don't do anything about it, it's as if that we have taken advantage of the widow, of the poor, of the orphan. We live in a society, in this world, but my prayer is that we would see ourselves as salt and light. As the Bible said, we should not conform to the patterns of this world. But now take a stand. Sometimes it's going to be messy, but that's good. Why? Because when Jesus came here for you and I, it was actually messy. It was way better in heaven, but he still did so and chose. Here are some uh, truth and lies about compassion. First is a lie that just a little bit more will be enough. But the truth is, I have more than enough. I remember growing up, growing up, uh, um, the, the, the lie in my head, it goes like this. If I become the next president of the Philippines, yes, yun, yun yung dati kong hangad. Never in my wildest dream that I would imagine to become a pastor. I would love to, to speak to throngs of people like this. But never, never I imagine it will be inside the church. I thought I would become a, a, a politician. Why? Because gusto kong, um, gusto kong tulungan lahat na mahihirap. Lahat ng bata sa kalsada. Maiahon. That was in my heart. And I was praying, said, okay, Lord, make me rich. Why? Each child I'm going to pull out of poverty. I'm going to give them new life. Just make me rich. Because I need more, I need more, I need more. We have more. It's not about the money that we have in the bank. Sometimes it's not even about the money. Yes, part of compassion is giving. But a lot is actually praying. A lot is actually volunteering yourself for service. A lot is actually being just being there to listen to somebody. That's, that's, that's true compassion. When Jesus came here, He didn't have any centavo. Nothing. He even had to borrow money from a fish. Remember that? Wala siyang pere. Kasi tignan mo yung suot niya, wala rin mga bulsa, di ba? So He had to get money from a fish. But He gave Himself. He gave His life. He gave His very heart. I'm not here to promote anything or to sell anything. My prayer is that you know your church. And in victory, we never sell anything. But what, what we, we want to accomplish now is that to show you what's in the heart of Jesus Christ. What's in, what's in this heart. What makes his heart tick. I remember John D. Rockefeller, one of the uh, industrialists who built America. When asked... Um, how much money is enough money? You know, what, you know what he said? Just a little bit more. The, the, the sinful heart that we have is always wants more. More, more. And it goes the other way also. Okay, more. Okay, if I help you, what do I get in return? And sometimes, what do I get in return? It's much more than we actually give. Sometimes, barya lang ibigay natin. Ang take natin, may interest pa. Love how Peter said in... 2 Corinthians 8 verse 9, we said, For you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, that though He was rich, yet for your sake He became poor, 
so that by so that you by his poverty might become rich we are rich we have everything we have the gospel of jesus christ to spend we have the love that is abundant in us to share not everything is about money i remember my son jello um, they're in a private school and um, what i love about their private school is a part of their value is compassion and every year since, uh, since he was in grade 4, they would ha- actually have time with the poor. He has gone through beloved prison for the past three years in a row. He would go there. Yesterday, he just came from Payatas. He spent uh, a whole morning with, with, with the family. Unsupervised. Okay? It was just uh, one teacher and there's a group of them there. Okay? The parents, we, we, we were not there. And I love... I love about one time from his experience when he went to Fabella Maternity Hospital. Fabella Maternity Hospital, if you don't know um, Fabella, it's one of the biggest hospitals that houses um, 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 a big maternity hospital. Okay? It's so big that, that when he was there, there was one bed for three mothers. Yes, one bed for three mothers. And, 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 and he came out, actually, he came out literally crying. And when it was his brother's turn to go in, he told Monty, my second son, he said, you know, Monty, when you go and experience what I experienced inside that hospital, you will come out a different person. There has to be an awakening in our heart, church. Maybe... Our hearts are already so callous because every time we turn on the television, actually when you go in the street, diba? there are peddlers everywhere. Somebody knocking on your, uh, on your window. You know, I want to also admonish the parents here. I, 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 grew, up, I grew up in Binondo and we, we live in a building. Oh, sorry. We live in a building, third floor. So we, have, we, we, we live there. But every time I open my window... The stero of Bidondo is right there. I can see people living in a box, GE refrigerator. You know where this is, Jason? GE refrigerator. Yun yung bahay niya, yun yung CR nila, yun yung kusina nila. Pag umalis yung mga magulang niya, yun pa yung laruan ng mga anak nila. They would just cover themselves if they want to relieve themselves. Kung kailangan nila magbawas, yun rin, GE, GE refrigerator. So you would know, right? I was actually <laughs> checking them out. Early on in our lives, we've seen that poverty is all around. But my prayer is that you will not let your heart be callous. You would do something about this. Parents, I want to admonish all of you as well. Open the, open the eyes of our children. Let them know. And let them know that as Christians, we have a responsibility. We have a responsibility. We have to go out of our way. Compassion is intentional. It's very intentional. I love in how Luke said it. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because He has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim and release the captives and the regaining of the sight of the blind. To set free those who are oppressed and to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. It's upon us. We have to be intentional. It's, it's, it's intentional. I love how Bishop Manny I learned this from Bishop Manny when he said, before you can actually preach the gospel to the people, you have to know and you have to touch their felt needs first. Kung gutom yan, babatuhan mo ng gospel, wala yan. Magre-repel yan. Story in one of our kids' church. 
I remember one of our guards, I could never forget his name, Noel. When he allowed a group of uh, Muslim kids from the third floor. Napansin nyo yung third floor natin, di ba? It's like a playground for, for, for kids. Kasi yung mga, anak, mga batang yan, yung magulang nila, yung mga tindera. Mga tindero nagbibenta here on the other side. And one time, one of the kids was, was intrigued and asked, and asked one of our guards, Noel. Noel's no longer in our church. In a, he's in a different church now. And when they asked him, Kuya, pwede ba pumasok sa loob? Pwede ba Can I go in? And actually, he was not allowed to let him in. But out of compassion, he said, Yeah, just go. Sige, silipin mo ano na sa loob. After 15 minutes, the girl came back with five of her friends. Some wearing veil. Mga nakabelo. Muslims sa baba. She saw that, there were, that they were actually serving food inside. Cupcakes. And they were able to go to church. And right now, they're, to- they're totaling around 14 or 15, give and take. Show compassion. Show genuine compassion. You have to touch first their felt needs. There were, when, there were times that I was actually preaching them. There, Muslim kids in front of me, and they were laughing at me because they couldn't understand. But once they received the food, they started eating, uh, biscuits, long biscuits, jolly, yeah, the jolly biscuits. And I, I sat with them and I reinforced what I taught them, taught them about Jesus Christ. They received the Lord. Touch their felt needs first. Before you can actually preach the gospel to them. God will make way. God would actually give you boldness and confidence in even words to say. Next, truth and lies about, uh, about compassion. Lie is that God helps those who help themselves. But the truth is, God commands us, the church, to help those who can't help themselves. What, what we do is that, okay, si God na bahala, pinagpipray ko naman sila. But we have to do, what, what, what we need to do is to go out of our way. The lie here is that, no, that's why they're helpless. We need to help them. Think about this. We were actually helpless. That's why God had to send His Son for you and I. Because no amount of, of, of good works, no amount of, of anything on our end could earn our way to heaven. We were helpless. We were helpless. Now it takes us to move. Now we need to move. God helps the helpless. It would take you and I to be a salt and light. To be that bearer of good news. In Proverbs 21 verse 13 said, Whoever shuts their ears to the cries of the poor will also cry out and not be answered. Won't be answered. When you see... There was a time um, when I stopped giving alms to the poor on, on the street. There was somebody who told me, Nako, masasagasaan pa yan, mahirapan pa yan, baka kung ano pa mangyari dyan, ikaw pa ang babalikan. But then again, I remembered, I, every time they knock and you see your face, sometimes I see a reflection of my children just looking out and us not doing anything. I'm not saying take them in, one, uh, all of them. But I'm praying is that, are we doing something? Here's my take on generosity. We are so generous when the Christmas season arrives. But Christmas season is only one month. In a span of one year, 12, where there's actually 12 months. Generosity has to be every day. It has to be intentional and it has to be continuous. Being compassionate means every day. I remember C.S. Lewis in his quote, 
I do not believe one can settle how much we ought to give. I'm afraid the only safe rule is to give more than we can spare. Give until it hurts. Sometimes, kung ano yung barya, yun yung bibigay natin. Tama ba? Misan ganun eh. Et, et, etong madalas namin pag-awayan mag-asawa. When, there are, when, when there are old things in the house, I would hear them say, okay, itabi na yan. Ibigay sa ano, ibigay sa ano. My point is, we can't use them anymore. Why do we have to give it to other poor people? Why? Throw them away. Yes, do a garage sale and then get the money and then help other people. Don't give them trash. Don't give them things that for you are unusable anymore. Go back again to what God did. He gave His one and only Son. He gave His very best. Jesus gave His own life. Last truth and lies about compassion is that compassion is His ministry for the select few. Para lang yan sa mga, ano, para lang yan sa mga, uh, uh, what do you call this? Uh, a chosen few. Like dun sa mga nagpa-fundraising, dun sa mga foundation, it's just for them. The truth is, compassion should be a lifestyle for all Christians. Again, remember what Ephesians 2 verse 10 said, that we are made for good works. That sometimes as we grieve for, for our government, I'm not saying that they're perfect. They need help as well. They need our prayers. But then not everything is for our government to accomplish. As a church, we have to be in the forefront. Tayo yung nasa unahan. Hindi yung nasa likod lang tayo, tayo lang yung taga-sisi. Si ano kasi, kailangan DSWD, kailangan ganyan, ganito, kailangan. No. We have to be in the forefront. Why wait for the government to move? Whereas we are, as, we as, as the church, we're called to be in the forefront. We need to lead this society. Awareness to the plight of the poor and those suffering social injustice does something to our heart. And my prayer is that it awakens our heart. In 1 John 3, 17-18 says, If anyone has material possessions and sees a brother or sister in need but has no pity on them, how can the love of God be in that person? Dear children, let us not love with words or speech, but with actions and in truth. It has to be seen there has to be a fruit. It has to manifest. What we say, there has to be an action. What we pray for, we have to move as well. And again, I want to exhort you and I want to remind everybody that our compassion is possible because of Christ's mercy, love, grace, and kindness. This mercy, love, grace, and kindness, it's in us already because of what He has done at that cross. The the challenge now is how to, be, how to be a channel of blessing. You're already blessed. We're beloved. We're no longer dead anymore. No longer disobedient. Now we are alive. Now we are made alive. Now the love of Christ overflows in and through us. My also prayer is that if you're on the other end, it's nearing our, the, end, the, end of, um, the end of another school year. Do not lose hope. Elena Perez is not just one of those stories that we pick. There are hundreds, even probably thousands of stories out there that when they, they learned about their salvation and their calling in Christ, they made it big. And again, they made it big, not just for themselves, but to be a blessing to others. 
Let me close with this verse in 1 John 3.16 where it said, By this we know love, that He laid down His life for us, and we ought to lay down our lives for our brothers. Thank you, Jesus. We count it as a blessing to be part of this church, to be part of this movement, Lord God, that that's just honor you and make disciples, but rather go out of our way, Lord God. Lord, to make sure that we are in the forefront. Father, I pray right now to those who give, to those who serve, to those who, who, who like, like Teacher Lynn. Lord God, I pray, Lord, that you will draw them out, Father. For them, Lord God, to be used more to advance your kingdom. Father, I pray, Lord, that we, because, because of your selfless love, Father, we can do all of these things. Lord, I pray right now for our nation to be transformed. Use each and every scholar. Lord, even pray, Lord God, for our church here in Victory Green Hills, Lord God, to produce scholars, to have scholars, Lord God. Lord, that you can use, Lord. I pray, Lord, that all of us, Lord God, will be a beacon of light. Father, I pray, Lord, that we will be salt and light. Lord, in our own homes. You know, church, it doesn't, it doesn't take a lot of us, or it doesn't... Sometimes it doesn't take you to be in, a, be in a foundation or create a foundation. Actually, it starts in your own home. So, Father, I pray this, Lord God. Lord, that we will go all out. Lord God, in reaching people in our own homes. Father, I pray, Lord, even yung mga kasambahay namin, Lord God. Lord, na malalaman talaga nila yung tunay na pagmamahal lang Diyos. At ito yung magmumula sa amin. Father, we even pray, Lord God, for our, for our community, Lord God, where we are, for our, for our school, Lord God. Lord, let, be, let us be that beacon of, beacon of light. And Lord, I pray, Lord, that at the end of the day, Lord, all this, Lord, we do, would give you and you glory, Father. So, Lord, use us, Father. Can I ask everybody to just raise, our, raise up your hands? Father, thank you, Lord, because we count it not more than a privilege, but rather, Lord God, let it be our life right now, Lord God. For us to go out, for us to share who you are, and to love, Lord God, others completely, Father. So, Lord, use us. Thank you for listening to this message. For more messages like these from other Victory Centers, please visit victory.org.ph slash resources slash podcasts.